I'm alive today. So I've outlived my past. Decisions I make. Decisions I make. Impact. Every area of my life. Change my mind. Change my heart. Change my actions. And the rest is up to me. I need to free myself from my past and embrace. My future. My future. I need, I need to, stop to stop lying, lying to, myself to myself because, because the, only one the only one I'm fooling, I'm fooling is, is myself. myself. I'm not a fade. I'm not a fade. I'm not a fade. No matter. How I, I feel, I feel. No, matter no matter what, what I, see. I see, no matter, no matter. What, it like. what it look like, I'm not, I'm not a fade. Let's pray. Lord, we thank you for another day. We thank you for life, health, and strength, and the beauty of your spirit. God, I pray for every man here, for they represent their family in you. So God, I pray that you forgive them for anything that will separate them from you and even each other. God, I pray and thank you for another day. But this is the day that you've made. You set this in motion before the foundations of the earth, and we say thank you. God, we pray for those that may have lost someone over the weekend, God, due to violence, uh, due to COVID, God, due to any illness, God. We pray for those families across the country, God. God, I pray for every man here, God, that you keep them focused, recognizing that there's more people concerned about their success than their failures, God. Thank you, God, for their lives, God. Thank you for the work that you're doing in them this day. We give you glory, we give you honor. In Christ's name we pray, amen. 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 Uh, you know, I say that people are after you because of potential. <clears throat> and a lot of times we're not aware of our own potential. And a lot of times we get caught up in what people say who we are. But do we really recognize who we are? I think there's always a journey of recognizing and, and finding who you really are. You know, when, when I say that thing to you guys about if you fake it till you make it, when you make it, you still fake. And so many times we fake things because we believe that if we fake things, the person won't find out the real me. And what happens under pressure, the real you begin to come out. Not even just under pressure, but when things not the way that you want them to be, the real you do come out. And that's scary, especially when you've been acting a role for such a long time. And what I mean by that, a lot of times we will act a certain way to get certain things. Then when we get those certain things, then we go back to who we really are. Think about it. It's almost like going on a date. 
that you go out on that date that you put on your best outfit, your best line, your best cologne. You do everything to make a good impression. But after that impression happens, where's the real you? And see, that's why we struggle a lot, even on jobs. Because we give our best impression to get the job, but the problem is keeping the job. Just like getting a woman, keeping the woman. So one of the things that I think is so important, let me put this word up here, authentic. When you're authentic, that means you're being real. Now, being real doesn't mean you go in and you act the fool. <laughs> being real means you got to recognize what are some shortcomings you got and start working on. See, if planning is a problem, you need to learn how to plan. Executing the plan is a problem. You gotta learn how to execute a plan. A plan don't even matter if you don't know how to execute. You can plan all day long. A lot of y'all have did some plans. I plan to do this, I plan to do this, I plan to do that. But a lot of times you don't finish the plan because you don't know how to execute it. Either you don't know how or you don't really want to do it. I was talking to someone about stuff like weight gain or work. At the end of the day, you're either going to do it or you're not going to do it. That's simple. Some of the arguments you guys get into with each other on job, in relationships, is because at the bottom line, you really don't want to do what's being asked for you to do. You don't. And then you fuss and say, well, you told me to do it. It's a matter of, are you being authentic? Are you being real? Like this meeting. A lot of you guys didn't want to come to this meeting. Y'all got your head down, trying to play like you meditating when you're really trying to get a little sleep in. I know the game. But it's about your life. It's about your life. So tell me why we don't be our authentic self. Why we always trying to be somebody else than the person that we really are. Why? Why? Talk to me. Because the inside of us are fucked up. So the inside of us messed up. What else? The inside of you really ain't messed up. Fear. Fear. What else? Some men want to be better than others. Okay. What else? What, what stops you from being the real you? You. You stop yourself. What, what stops you from being the real you? I believe a lot of times we don't be the real person that we are because we're afraid we won't be accepted for who we are. Ooh, we. There we go. We won't be accepted for who we are. So we got to put on a face. We got to be what somebody else said we should be because we want to be accepted. That's why you hang with certain people. Because hanging with certain people make you feel accepted. Why would a person on drugs hang out with a person that's not on drugs? 
They don't have nothing in common. An alcoholic going to hang out with another alcoholic because we drink together. Think about it. That's why we do what we do, because we want to be accepted. And we'll do anything to be accepted when other people won't accept us. Thought about this growing up when, when other guys I knew would be drinking, would be partying, would be hanging out in that kind of way. And I remember that because I didn't drink, or smoke weed, they said, Miller, you a square. You a square because you don't roll like this. And I realized, okay, do I want to roll like them and not look at the end result of their drinking and drugging, or do I want to roll the way I need to roll and be who I'm going to be? There's a little quote I have in, my, in one of my businesses called YBU. Because you can't be be anyone else. Reason why that's a powerful quote is that we spend a lot of time trying to be somebody else. We always trying to be somebody else. We're trying to look like somebody else, trying to dress like somebody else try to talk like somebody else. We're constantly putting a lot of energy on being someone else, but we never discover who we really are. We don't. That's why you men struggle a lot. Because you busy trying to be somebody else that you saw, but you never looked at who am I. You know, we look at sports, we look at music, we always trying to compare this person with that person. Well, was LeBron as good as Michael Jordan? Uh, is Steph Curry as good as Durant? And all these different comparisons. And at the end of the day, one man is just that man. There'll never be another Michael Jordan. There'll be somebody better than Jordan. There'll never be another LeBron. There'll be somebody better than LeBron. There'll never be another Tom Brady. There'll be somebody better than Tom Brady. Eventually, it may take years for that to happen. But as an individual, who are you? Put your hands up for a second. I'm going to do this thing with y'all again. Put your hands up. Everybody, hands up. Hands up, bro. Tap the brother next to you. Hand up. Take them same hands, both of your hands, and put them to your face. Just turn them around to your face. Those same hands. I ain't said put them over your face. <laughs> Those same hands, there's a handprint that you have that's unique to you. Put your hands down. Y'all put them down already. That's unique to you. So why do you keep trying to be somebody else? Why? Think you're going to be accepted because you be like someone else? Versus you discovering your own talents, gifts, and abilities. I told y'all, man, I wanted to be taught. 
I want to be tall, man. I'm only about five eight. I want to be tall, man. I want to be able to play basketball. Matter of fact, I want to be light skinned. <laughs> I'm being honest with you. I want to be light skinned, had nice hair, that pretty boy stuff. You know, because that's what I thought was accepted. See that? So what I was really telling God was, you made a mistake. Damn. <laughs> Check that out now. Because I told the creator that you was wrong for creating me the way I am. Give me something different. Don't give me what you gave me. Give me something different. When in actuality, he's saying, I gave you what I gave you. What you going to do with what I gave you? See, some of us don't think like that. Some of us think, well, you know, the family I grew up in, that's the wrong family. That ain't the family I need to be in. I, I should have had a different family. I should have had a family that had money. And they left me some money. And see, if I had the money that my family left me, I'd be in a better situation. I needed a mama that was different, or a daddy that was different, or a brother and a sister that was different. So because I've been given the people that I was given, I, my life is jacked up. So what you really were saying to God, every time you try to become somebody else other than the person that you're destined to become, you're saying to the creator, you made a mistake. And I refuse. Give me something that else. Don't give me what you gave me. Give me some more hype. Give me a different complexion. Give me a different environment. Give me a different parent. But you didn't utilize what you was given. See, that's the difference. Is that doesn't matter where you come from, what side of the track you come from, what parents you have, what parents you don't have, it's up to you to take what you've been given and do something with it. It's up to you. It's up to you. If you're not anything, that's because you didn't use what you were given. And you're still sitting on it. If you're not good at something today, it's because you choose not to be good. It ain't because of the way you grew up. It ain't because of your parents. It ain't because of your situations. Yeah. Because some of you say, well, I went to jail. You probably need to be in jail to get your act together and save your life. Ah, I was on drugs. Well, maybe, could it be that your using of drugs was trying to medicate an issue that you should have been dealing with that you didn't deal with? Now that you offer drugs, you'll deal with that issue. Yeah. Well, I got some mental health problems. Maybe what you went through, you might need to get some help for it. See, we can't use excuses no more. I want to kill every excuse you try to keep alive. Because that's all it is, excuses. That's all it is. For you to be in a position where you're not where you want to be compared to where you are now, it's because you're not discovering who you really are. Because if you can stay out on the street, you can definitely stay in a classroom. It's on you. Told you everybody after you because of potential. 
Do you know your potential? See, when you discover who you really are, you don't worry about what people are saying about you. You don't worry about trying to be somebody else. You know who you are. I watch speakers like Les Brown and other motivational speakers, and I used to think sometimes that I had to go to jail to have a dynamic speech. For me to be dynamic, I had to go to jail, done commit some, some crimes, <laughs> done lost some money. I had to be, because that's what I thought being dynamic was. Had to come from a, a major illness. Well, the Lord, here. See, I thought I had to go through a whole lot just to be who I am. And I came to the realization, I got my own style. See that? I thought that I would have to drop lines that was powerful, that I had to have a life that was bad, that I had to be from the hood, had to be in a gang, had to be, you know how 50 Cent came out when he was all hot because he lived that life. You know, got shot a lot of times, and that's dynamic. Well, being out of jail is just as dynamic, dynamic as going to jail. Yeah. Not snorting cocaine is just as good as you smoke snorting cocaine. Yeah. See, but that's what I thought. Because I thought that's what dynamic is. You got to reach people where they are. Sometimes reaching you is where you need to be. Where you need to go. That's why you got to be open to anybody. Anything that you hear that can help you grow. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. But that's what I used to think. That in order for me to reach somebody, I had to have some, some experiences that was wow. And in order for me to understand a drug addict, I got to go out and use drugs to know. What? Yeah, somebody would say that. Man, if you ain't snorting no, 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 no coke, you don't understand what coke is like. See, if you, if you ain't been drinking to the point where you're throwing up, and, and you in somebody uh, treatment program, you got shakes. You don't understand what alcohol is about. See, if you ain't been high all night long, and and and, and, and you know got in the accident or, or got a DUI, uh, you don't understand what's that about. Listen to how that sound though. You know, if, if you ain't been on the streets and and, and stand out under a light uh, 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 in, a, uh, in a shelter, you don't know what it feel like to be in a shelter. Hmm. So, so do I have to go lose everything and go in a shelter to be able to understand you? <laughs> do I need to go out here and smoke some crack to be okay with you? No. Joker, let me tell you this. I don't care what you do. I ain't getting ready to do. No. Pain is pain. We all done experience some type of pain in our lives. We all have experienced some kind of loss in our lives. We all have struggled with certain dependencies in our lives. That's the catch. We all have been through similar stuff. I don't have to be a crack addict to understand crack. Because I see the damage that it's caused. That's enough for me. 
I don't have to spend time in prison to understand what being locked up is because I see the damage of the crime that you commit. Yeah. See, I don't have to go through that to understand that. The fact of me not going through it gives me even a greater understanding of not to do it. Don't that make sense? Somebody told me, and it was a commercial that used to come on when they had a crash dummy. Remember how they had that crash dummy in that, in that car? And they said, you can learn a lot from a dummy. And the only thing they had with the crash dummy, it had a seat belt on. You know how many deaths are caused each year because people just won't wear a seat belt? They got a dummy in a car that hits a wall and in a seat belt. You can learn a lot from a dummy. Check that out. It sounds cold, but, but think about it. You can learn a lot from a dummy. What I say is this. No, I'm not saying you dumb if you go through stuff. But ask yourself this question. If you know drugs kill, why are you still using drugs? Trauma. Somebody say trauma, but somebody say that's how you deal with trauma, or you deal with trauma another way. Yeah, see, because think about it. Check this out now. You got arrested for doing certain stuff, right? You watching people go to jail for certain stuff. Do you think it's smart? Now, since you, I'm, I'm going to let you answer this question. Is it smart for you to duplicate a behavior that you know the end result of that behavior is destructive? Is it smart for you to do it? No. Answer me. No. Yes or no? No. Does that make you smart? Duplicate. See, I see the ego. No. You don't want to say it. It's not smart. It's dumb if you do something that's already being done and you know the end result of it. That's not smart. You know why it's hard for you to take that? Because you know you done made some dumb decision. We all have. But it's hard for you to compute that because somewhere in your mind, you think you're going to do it differently. That's the, that's the catch. Most of you guys, let me ask this question, okay? Somebody, somebody who went to prison, raise your hands. Okay. Anybody in your family went to prison? Hold on a second. Put your hand up. Say it again. You went to prison, but you got older brothers that went to prison, right? Did y'all go to prison for the same thing? No. What y'all went to What they went to prison for? Murder. Murder. You went to prison for what? Drug. Drug. So you didn't do murder, but you did drugs. Did drugs. Yeah. But you still, at the end of the day, y'all both did what? Go to what? Murder. And they older than you, right? Yeah. But did they do drugs too? Yeah, they did. They just didn't get caught for drugs. They went a step further. See my point, but they both went to prison. But his brothers had already set the tone of not of going to prison. So as a younger brother, he had a choice to do what? Not go. Not go. But what did he do? He still went because he duplicated some of the behavior. Was that a smart decision or a dumb decision? No. Dumb decision. See that? But think about it. I just called his brother out. He said his brothers, the people before him. Let me tell you something. 
There's been people before you that done it right, just like people have done it wrong, had done the thing wrong. Guess what? We followed the wrong. Think about it. We follow the wrong sometimes, and right is standing right there. But because wrong seems more glamorous, yeah. more quick, yeah. we go with the wrong. Because we don't want to wait. Yeah, see, we don't like that word, dumb versus smart. I say dumb decisions. You're not dumb, but the decisions you make are dumb. See that? See, it sounds offensive when I say that, but if I called you smart, you'd be all up on it. When you gonna start making smart decisions? Yeah, that's a lot of us have done. A lot of us make make decisions based on what we saw. Because you had older brothers, right? And you was trying to hang out like your older brothers, right? Even though your older brothers was wrong, you know they wrong. Smoking weed, doing whatever they were doing, you know they're wrong. like, I want to be like my older brothers. I want to be different than them. I want to be just like them. See that? I want to be like that man on the street corner. Yeah. That's how we get into the stuff we get into. Because we watch people. And we watch people. And sometimes the people we watch look flamboyant, look great. And the people we don't watch look like, oh man, they weak. They lame. They struggling. He working at McDonald's. He working at Wendy's, man. He ain't making no money. He a janitor at a school. He ain't making no money. He ain't moving fast enough. That man going home to his family. They struggling. They riding that old raggedy car. He ain't got on no nice clothes. See, we do all of that. And then we end up getting caught up in what somebody else is doing that is dumb, but we think it's smart. Because we think we're going to get ahead by doing what they're doing versus taking our time. That's what messes up most of the time. We don't take our time, man. Success takes time. Let me help you with that. Success takes time. The only thing success is, is doing something over, learning how to do it right, and learning ways to continue to do it right. Being consistent. Ain't nothing that deep about success. Think about it. If we just took one dollar, you say one dollar every day of the year, that's $365. Am I right? You're right. Save it another year. But then when you start adding up those dollars, you save the money. Mm -hmm. Ain't nothing deep about that. That's consistently putting money aside. That's what you do. You got to make decisions consistent. Good decisions. You can't make a good decision today and tomorrow you make a bad one, then you make a bad one, and then you try to make good, you try to even them up. It ain't gonna hurt like that. Cause what normally happens when you make a bad decision? You make another what? Bad, bad decision. If you make good decisions the same way, you keep making good decisions, even though there's a bad side to it. Most of the time, 
one side to develop more than the other. We go back to that again about this potential. You got to develop that. That's work, man. That's work. I got a class coming up this week. Getting ready to start another class. I knew I was getting ready to start the class a couple weeks ago, and I was like, man. Man, I go back to class. And I was talking about, I'm telling you, don't think I don't uh, consider quitting a lot of times, man. Quit. But I don't want, there's a side of me want to quit, but there's a side of me know I don't need, I need to keep moving. And it's a program that's over a period of time. And sometimes we caught up in two years and we ain't dealing with the day. If we want two years to come today. <laughs> so if it don't come today, we get frustrated. Because time ain't moving fast enough. See that? It ain't moving fast. So if it ain't moving fast, we work. We get some anxiety. We start thinking it ain't going to work. They ain't going to hire me. I ain't going to get fooled. They taking too long. My money ain't coming fast enough. I ain't getting where I need to get fast enough. So what happened? We step out of it. We step out of the stuff that we waiting on because we don't want to wait. We step out of it. You're going to see some men around you leave the program. They will leave because, again, it ain't happening fast enough. It's not. We had a meeting about a week ago, and they were kind of worried about why the men leave. And I said this. Some of y'all leave because of the nature of the business. Y'all gonna leave. It ain't gonna be because of a case manager. It ain't gonna be because of a job. It's gonna be because you don't wanna wait. Just simple. Think about it. You've been in a relationship. Relationship ends because you don't wait it out. <coughs> you don't. You don't. You've been on job. The job was just about to get good, but you walked away. Yeah, the job was just, you was, you was just about to get that promotion. You was just about to get more money. But because you were making something for it, you got mad and said, I'm gone. I'm going to go jump off. We done had men. I'm telling y'all, this has happened. They've been in the program. Somebody drive up and say, hey, we're going to hire you. You just come go with us. And we'll put you up and we'll pay you $10, $12. Now, you don't know where they're taking you. You don't know where they're taking you. Okay, I'm going to jump. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with them. And you don't know where they're taking you. They have driven up, done drove up because they know one thing about you men now. Some of y'all are desperate. So you're desperate and you don't want to wait. You go jump on the truck with the person. They take you somewhere, you working at a factory, you stand wherever, and now you realize, man, sound like it was a good decision when I jumped on this truck. <laughs> but I really didn't think this all the way out. Now you don't blew your opportunities in. See, sometimes we jump too quick and we don't wait. You had your hand up, bro. Oh, uh, I was gonna say this right here. You just helped me look at something differently when you was like, Success is like a continuous. 
So now I understand, like, in the process of moving forward, why certain things is like it keeps happening over and over and over and over. I just wanted to tell you that. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate. It. Yeah, it's continue. It's work. It's work. A building don't come in place with one block. It comes in place with several blocks, but it starts with one block. I told his brother the other day in a session, and he was talking about his wife. He was saying his wife has changed. I think I shared this with y'all. I said, maybe, or could it be, you had to make a move for her to move. Could it be in your life right now that you got to make a move for the rest of your life to move? Could it be that? That you're here because there are some moves you need to make that you didn't make that will move your life to a different position. What? Yes. Because some of the moves you made wasn't the best move. So now you need to consider the moves that you make now. Because at one point you didn't consider. You just was jumping. Girl, I'm going to leave you. I'm going to jump over here. Because it look better over here. I'm going to jump over here. And you keep jumping, and you don't get stable. See, stability says, I'm going to hang in here and see what happens. I'm going to see if it's real. See what I'm saying? That's the difference. But if you keep jumping, you'll never know what works. Because before something can happen, you jump again. Yeah. You wouldn't know if a relationship worked if you got this woman, that woman, this woman, that woman, that woman. You won't know because the relationship that should work is the one you put time in. You can't put time in all of You can't. You're going to put some here. You're going to put some here. You're going to put some there. And guess what happened? You split. You can't stay focused. You can't. That's why I tell you guys when you come in this program about relationships. The relationship you need to be focused on right now is the one with you. You ain't got a whole lot of time to be thinking about somebody else when you need to be working on your own plan. You can't. You're working on your plan, her plan, the children plan, the mama plan, the cousin plan. You're trying to help everybody, and you can't help yourself. <laughs> I'm telling the truth, you ain't making big money. How you gonna help everybody else? How you gonna help everybody else? And some of you guys try to fool yourself and say, I can do it. And you can't. Like I said, you paying somebody phone bill and you don't even have a telephone. You paying somebody car note and you don't even have a driver's license. You driving dirt. You jumping in their cars. Come on, man. Them bad decisions. I don't care who she is. You be Miss America, Miss USA, Miss Georgia, whoever she is. She ain't worth you walking around here with nothing in your pocket. She's not worth it, man. You paying for her car and you got to catch a train. Man, please. <laughs> yeah, you catching a bus. You catching a train. None of you guys in here got cars, and if you do, it must be hidden somewhere. You paying car notes. 
paying no car note. That note you paying on that car, or that money you paying for that car, should be going to your savings so that you can have a car. The money you paying on a cell phone need to be in your account so you can have a phone. You need to be contacting other employers. You need to be able to get your own transportation. That's thinking about you first. That ain't wrong. That's right. You've been making bad decisions. Man, I used to be, when I used to be running after women and falling in love, man, I'd be quitting my job because the girl got me upset. I don't want to go to work. I'm hurt. What? I don't feel good. I'm depressed because I ain't in this relationship. And the girl going to work. She ain't quitting her job. Those kind of decisions we make, man. Some of you guys get up and leave out of here because one said, you need to leave that program. You don't leave that program, we, we through. And y'all will be like, well, you know, I got to. Mr. Miller, I got a, uh, can I get my savings today? <laughs> it, 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 it has happened, man. It has actually happened that guys have told me they wanted their savings. And I said, where are you going, man? Um, no, I'm going back home. Where home, man? I'm going to just use this city, Baltimore. I'm going, I'm going to Baltimore. Well, you know, why are you going to Baltimore all of a sudden? Well, you know, I, you know, I got this job in Baltimore. Now, you done left Baltimore to come here. Uh -oh. You know, I, I got this job in Baltimore. Okay, uh, who you staying with? Uh, my mom. No, well, we can't give you all your money right now. Uh, give me your mama address. Well, I, I, I don't know my mama address. Uh, let me make this phone call. Hey, girl, uh, what's your address? That ain't your mama. <laughs> That's some woman you done hooked up with and now done told you you need to leave and come back home. See that? You was on the track of getting your life together and you was getting this upper hand, but now you go back to the Lord. And I'm not talking about you leading a woman the wrong way, leading a woman the right way. A woman wants a man with potential, but a woman really wants a man that's going to help lead her. I'm just telling you straight up. If you run behind somebody, that ain't the kind of man you need to be. She might be the one to lead. Yeah, if she leading, then there's some issues there. She should be leading. If she leading, she leading because you ain't on your job. Period. Yeah, you know why women leave? Because we ain't taking care of business. They have yeah. That's why they leave. They ain't leaving because they just want to jump out there and leave. They leaving because we ain't taking our rightful place. If it wasn't for women leaving, the communities, a lot of communities just would go under. You would have went under because your daddy left. Crickets. Yes, because you didn't have no men that you saw leave. That's why you don't know how to leave. Yeah. See, we don't like that kind of talk because that's accountability is men. That's accountability, man. Our potential. People are after our potential, but you need to know your potential. When you know your potential, then you recognize who you are and what you're capable of doing. 
That doesn't mean you got to leave with an iron fist no. and mistreat people. Amen. You got to have partnerships. See, a relationship is a partnership. That's all it is. It's a partnership we do for each other. Put your money together, man. Put your money in your pocket. Stop buying and taking care of folks. Take care of yourself first. When you're in a plane, when that plane going down, what the first thing they tell you to do with that oxygen? Put it on yourself. Put the oxygen on you. Put the spotlight on you. Stop blaming other people for your mess ups. Stop blaming your mama, your dad, your cousin, the community. Stop blaming people. And start taking some responsibility. And say, yeah, it's me. Say this, it's me. 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 Who need that really need to change. It's me. 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 Stop recognizing it's you, man. It's me. When I start seeing issues in my life, I got to look at me, man. I got to look at me. When I'm coming short on certain things, I can't blame nobody else. I got to look at me. And when you got to look at yourself, that ain't always a good look. You know, anything that I'm going through, when I look at finances, when I look at my health, can't break, break out and say, you know, Tell my wife, you need to make me an appointment. Well, ain't nothing wrong with my fingers. I can call my own doctor. <laughs> it's your fault that I done gained some weight. I can stop eating the food she, you know, I can pull back from the uh, table. I can't blame her for my weight, gain, or loss. It's me. I got to take care of my own health. Yeah, you it's just you. You got problems with your teeth or problems with your health, it's on you. And especially, the stuff is here free. There's no way, man, if I had problems with my mouth and we got a place you can go to a dentist and get you a whole nother set of teeth, I wouldn't be down there trying to get an appointment. There's no way that if my family got a history of high blood pressure, colon cancer, prostate cancer, that I won't be down there trying to get checked. <laughs> and it's free. <laughs> All the kind of health issues you may have, we can help you with. All the kind of financial issues you have, we can help you with. And you don't take advantage of that, that's on you. <clears throat> that ain't got nothing to do with the program. That's you. You ain't got no money in your pocket, that's on you. Yeah, that's on you. It ain't on us. So when a person get up and walk out, I'm like, hey, love your brother. I pull some of them on the side, pray with them. I wish you well, because I know it ain't us. It's sometimes you. Most of the time it is you. It's on you, man. It ain't on us. This program won't run differently unless you help it be different. You got to take advantage of the opportunities we put before you every day. It's on you. It ain't on the staff. 
It's on you. So when you look at an issue, you need to ask yourself this question. What role I play in this situation? When you look at your money, when you look at your life, when you look at what's going on with you, stop blaming people uh, before you even try to blame somebody. Ask yourself that question. What role I play in this? What did I do to cause this? What decision I made? See that? What role did I play? Not what role everybody else played, because we love to look at their role, but what role did you play? Yeah, what role did you play? Did you handle things the way you should have handled or did you do something different? The world is waiting on you. 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 